What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Stock Pros Podcast. My name is Tony. And today, we're going to talk about some of the biggest bankruptcies in American history. So before we get into that, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, and the reviews are extremely helpful. And also check out my links in the episode notes. I'll post my link for Acorns, the easiest investing app for beginners, and also my link for my course on Udemy, which is... Um, Financial Literacy and Investing for Beginners 101, and it's all about the ABCs of investing, starting you out at an entry level, and even if you're a little bit more experienced, it's still a really good course, and I have about 500 students now with a four and a half star rating, so check that out. I'll drop a coupon code in there. It's very affordable. I think it's at like $14.99 right now with the coupon code, so check that out. So let's get into today's topic, which is the biggest bankruptcies in America. In my last episode, I talked a lot about Silicon Valley Bank, which was the most recent bank collapse since 2008. So I thought it made sense to go over all of the other biggest bankruptcies in the U.S. And it's a reminder that no company is too big to fail. And more importantly, you have to be really careful when you're picking out individual stocks Because even if you're doing all the right things and you're doing your due diligence, um, checking earnings statements, financial reports, some of the companies on this list were caught faking earning reports. So it's pretty crazy. Even if you're doing your due diligence and reading your financial statements and your quarterly earning reports, you may be duped by the company. Even with all these rules and regulations, they still slip by and some of them aren't caught for years. So you want to really diversify and don't put all your money into one stock. And um, a big example of that is a lot of these companies on this list. Number one is Lehman Brothers. A lot of people lost a lot of money in Lehman Brothers. They had about $700 billion in assets in the time of bankruptcy, and they failed from the subprime uh, mortgage loan crisis in 2008 or the financial crisis. And... um, They were number one still. And number two is Washington Mutual. And another bank that invested too much money into subprime mortgage loans. And they had about $327 billion in assets. And they also collapsed in the 2008 financial crisis. Number three is the SVB Bank, which I talked a lot about in my previous episode. So check that out. They had about $211 billion in assets, and they failed this year in March. Number four is uh, WorldCom, and they were once the country's second largest long-distance telephone company. They failed in 2002, and they had a um, $103 billion in assets. <clears throat> and essentially what happened with, with them is, this is an example of the company creating false, fraudulent, inflated earning reports. And the ex-CEO of the company serving a 25-year prison sentence. So that's a good example of what I was talking about in the beginning with fraud on earning reports. And number five is General Motors. $91 billion in assets. They filed for bankruptcy in 2009. They're a really good example of the too-big-to-fail companies Um, The government bailed out the auto industry, essentially, back then. And um, even though they bailed them out, 
they still had to sell $11 billion in shares at a loss. So, um, like I said, even the companies that get bailed out of bankruptcy, you, the shareholders still lose out. So next up is CIT Group, CIT Group. They failed in 2009, and they were a major source of credit and small-medium-sized company loans in Canada and the U.S., and they failed four months after the Great Recession. Number seven is PG&E, which is Pacific Gas. So in 2001, California had this massive energy crisis causing rolling blackouts across the state. And they sent PG&E into bankruptcy. So the root cause was a spike in wholesale energy prices instigated by the drought conditions, a a slow rollout of new power generating facilities, and sketchy energy market manipulation by, who else? Enron. (laughs) Enron did a lot of sketchy stuff back in early 2000s. And in 2001, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy after accumulating $30 billion in liability for destructive and fatal wildfires sparked by the utility's poorly managed and maintained equipment. And this was uh, according to the New York Times, and it remains the largest bankruptcy of a U.S. utility on record. Pacific Gas was massive, massive, massive energy company. And the last on our list, which comes in at number eight, is Enron. $65 billion in assets at the time of bankruptcy. They filed for bankruptcy in 2001. And uh, Enron's fall came after whistleblowers disclosed that the company's executives had been hiding debts and losses through limited partnerships in the company's control. And they would hide money in offshore accounts. They did a lot of really crazy things. And... Uh, they kept this scan this scheme going for years and years and years, and uh, many of the company's executives went to prison. So uh, that was one of those another one of those companies where it seemed good too good to be true. Every single quarter they were beating earnings and had incredible uh, earning reports and financial statements. So you know it's pretty crazy because sometimes the market will react. Say if a company like Microsoft didn't beat earnings from the previous quarter. They might have two quarters in a row where they're kind of stagnant and, you know, people will react and start selling off the stock. But that's always been crazy to me because no company can grow every single quarter forever. And if they are doing that, then there's something really sketchy going on. Uh, Even the best companies like Google, Microsoft, um, Apple, you know, Johnson & Johnson, the big pharma companies even they don't beat earnings every single quarter (laughs) so um it's crazy when people panic when stuff like that happens i never panic like that you know if they don't if they're losing money every quarter for a year or two years in a row then maybe maybe it's time to start reevaluating your positions but a couple bad quarters is not a big deal and most of the times, it's not even bad quarters. They're just not beating their earnings every single quarter, which is really hard to do for these giant companies. So, But it's also a good sign that maybe there's not fraud going on. <laughs> They're not doctoring their, their earning reports and making you believe that you know every single quarter it's better and better and better, 
like companies like Enron did and uh, many of these companies on this list. The companies on this list I just read, many of them failed because of really poor management, fraud, uh, just bad decision, bad risk management, uh, even even just bad economic conditions as well. So you really have to be careful when you're investing in individual stocks. And you know, at certain points in history, these companies that I went over, you would consider them extremely strong blue chip companies and most people wouldn't even consider them going bankrupt. It wasn't even a thought. So uh, just food for thought, something to keep in mind. So thanks for listening and please remember to subscribe and also leave a review. Until next time.